Hi everyone, Tina Tassels and Marlena Torres here. And this is season three of Avoiding the Crowd. Hi everybody, Tina Tassels here. Welcome back to season three, episode five. And I think my co-host Marlena Torres should be on the line as well. Marlena, are you there? I'm here. Hello, everybody. How are you? I'm great. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. You just sounded like Paris Hilton, which, hold on, not, (laughs) not to already get off topic, but oh my God, have you watched her documentary I forget if it's like a YouTube special or which p- platform it's on, whatever. Um, I have not. You uh, should now watch I'm gonna look it. up her birthday. Oh my god, it's really is it good. She it's, interesting. It's it's like tragic. Who isn't? Is that? Oh god. Oh my Why? god. I know. I didn't know. I knew some things about her, but I didn't understand the depth of some of her experiences. So I highly recommend it. It's really fucking Aquarius. crazy. It makes you totally see her in a different way and understand well, I don't her do that. in a different way or like try to I don't understand do her in a either. different way. I know it makes her like a real deep like a real deep human who went through yeah something really, really traumatizing. And like, it's something that isn't talked about much, which now she's being really vocal about it. Thank God. Like she's tried to over the years, but she's really just as like the older she's gotten, the more inspired she's been to like speak out about it. Um, Well, I'm doing a good job of not giving anything away, but anyway, anybody out there, we're not getting paid to sponsor this, but you should watch the Paris Hilton documentary. But you can pay us Paris Hilton. Okay. Anytime. Yes. Um, I just want to know if she was a good friend to Brittany or if she was part of her undoing. Oh, I don't think she's to, I don't think she's to blame for the undoing. I think honestly, not not totally. I'm just wondering how big was her role, if there was any role, because they made it seem like she was this bad influence. I really didn't buy that. I know you need to watch it because. Okay. Well, now I'm going to. I mean, just like anybody's life, and this is why. I think we work really hard to not be judgmental because there's always like reasons that people are the way they are. Anybody celebrity or the, you know, the Joe Schmo on the street kind of thing. Like everybody has a story. We know nothing about them from the jump, you know, even people like famous people with all their business out in the world. Like we don't know really what's going on in their life. You know, it's just impossible. We don't, we don't know them. Mm -hmm. They're not our friends. So when you watch this documentary Uh and it's funny, you brought up the (laughs) brand. Well, I mean, they are, they don't know it, but they are friends. <laughs> um, uh, the, it's funny that you bring up the Brittany thing um, because it does reflect on that certain point of their, of her life. And then if you watch well, the Brittany should. documentary too, you're like, you oh my God, too. these girls were actually all fucked up and almost found they had this weird common thread. And that's why it makes sense that they all went through this wild mm. things together it's yeah. I mean you want to hang out with all of them all the time after you watch these I mean maybe not so much I mean maybe thing, you do I'm just kidding well, the thing with Paris yeah not again not to give too much away because I do highly recommend it because Tina, you're, of you're giving us a full what full, we learned like, like synopsis. a synopsis yeah is like um she's she still struggles a lot between the big fame 
and then kind of settling down and just being quieter behind the scenes. Mm. She doesn't need the money. What is the fame for? Like, there's all these big themes. And then I also want to set most of her family on fire. And then, um, like, if, like, I don't know if she's fully dealing with her trauma yet, but I know she's working on it. It's wild. Mm. You have to watch it. You should watch it. And then we'll do a whole episode dedicated to it. And we could even just say, like, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, this is what we're talking about. Because it's really, and and I would love to know, I don't know if you could ever find out her birth time somehow, if we, like, did enough online sleuthing. But um, it would be interesting to talk about it from that perspective, too. Like, after we, after we watch the documentary. You should, I highly recommend it's hot. Um, well, she is an Aquarius. I already looked up her birthday, but mm-hmm. um, sometimes you can't find like celebrity birth times. Um, right. Sometimes you'll just find like a celebrity chart like online because the birth time is known. Um, um, yeah, I know. That's fun homework, Paris Hilton Doc. I started to watch the Jonas Brothers mm-hmm. one yesterday, and I didn't I didn't finish it in full, but it was also really good. I'm a big documentary fan. Whether it's entertainment or like anything really, and I recommend the Bee Gees one. That's on. Um, I think oh, it's on love HBO. the Bee Gees. That's love a really good documentary. Really interesting too. You should watch um, it. Mhm. So Paris Hill and her birth time is is available. I'm looking at her chart right now. Actually, she's Aquarius Sun, Leo Moon, Sagittarius Ascendant. Makes so much sense. Um, she's a really good match with Brittany, actually. <laughs> Um, anyway, she is. Yeah, Brittany. Brittany is the Sagittarius Sun, Aquarius Moon, Libra Rising. So yeah, they're very compatible. No wonder they have fun and we're there for no. each other. Sweet. Yeah, it um, really makes sense when you when you learn more about their histories and then you think about that time together. And it's really obviously like we've talked about. It's like the media just tears them apart. But it's like it's you're like, oh my God, they just needed friends. Like, that's the sad part. You're like, they just mm-hmm. need somebody there for them that like understood and like who better than these two young girls that the world was like, they, you know, they were under a microscope for every single thing they could possibly be doing right or wrong. And I have to tell you, I, I don't, I never followed Paris Hilton too much but Brittany, I did because like, mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of grew up like as she got famous really. Yeah, so it's like it's when true. she was going mm-hmm. through all that, it was like, it was intense. Right. And I remember watching like, like video of her, like trying to drive down a street or like walked and the way they would crowd around, I would feel like anxious just watching it. It's awful. Like, I don't know I how know. she held it together. Like mm-hmm. people act like she's crazy. So like, I would have been so much more crazy. I would have been beating people with with baseball bats and shaving my head way before she did. Way before. Because that was disgusting. Like, what they did to her was disgusting. And, like, I I can't even watch the videos. Like, it really, it it makes me, like, it's It's like why it's even legal for that, like, the paparazzi (laughs) to to exist like that. I think it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's really, it's a shame. But hopefully she's doing better and slowly getting there, and then we could get rid of her get rid of her dad as the um, conservator because I'm over him too. Have you watched the, um, have you watched her documentary? Or no, I want, I do want to though. 
Um, yeah. I do want to watch really it. Good. I did see a friend of mine posted on Instagram that there's like a protest outside of, I guess, um, her next hearing or whatever, her next court date. For yeah, that makes sense. Like people are going to protest um, yeah. for her. Yeah. It's very interesting. You have to wonder, like, and I saw that her boyfriend, who I hope is like a legit boyfriend. I know. Um, posted on his Instagram, like his feelings about her dad. Yeah, which is the first time he's actually spoken publicly about yeah. it and like made a comment Interesting, on it. Interesting, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm just wondering how much of it's authentic. You know, like, is this real? Or are they just, is this all show? Like, right. I just feel like Brittany needs to have her own. I mean, she obviously needs to have her own life, but she just seems like she's happiest when she's working. Right. And like when she's doing thing, when you watch the documentary, you're going to mm-hmm. see why she's refusing to work. Oh, I'm telling okay. you, you have to watch it. The, I am refusing like, to work. I didn't even know that. I really don't I, follow this stuff closely. I just, I feel bad for her. Well, the and I whole see the thing, stuff she posts on Instagram and it's right. like. And that's the thing the is fuck? like, we don't, we're not even a hundred percent sure if that's her posting the shit on Instagram. It's I know really, a lot of people. Don't it's really it fucked is, up, yeah. but it's like, so when you watch the documentary, um, you really start to question and understand like, obviously people are calling her crazy. She's losing her mind, you know, like poor thing and this, that, and the other. And it's like, yeah, I feel really bad for her because her entire, I blame her entire family. It's not just her father because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still really confused as to where everybody else is at, like fighting this for her. Um, it's, it's really, it's so sad at the end of all of it. But the, the thing is, basically that because her father is controlling everything she is refusing to work until he is no longer the conservator oh okay which i love i think it's great i think i i think it's so fucking sad but it's kind of like a decision that she had made and she was like all right then i'm not gonna Mm. work like and it's like you want to play that game so of course, again, we don't know 100% the facts, but when you watch it, and it's it's part of like the New York Times documentary, so, you know, they kind of just do like a really good job at looking at the whole timeline, and they interview people that are really close to her, and um, people that we know that we saw close to her since, since she got famous, and I, I mean, you just have to watch it. You should watch the Britney Spears, watch the Paris Hilton, and then we have a dedicated episode to talking about it. I think that's great. Let's do I'm putting it. my foot down. And now that we've had that intro, um, I would like to <laughs> um, go back. Well, maybe this kind of makes sense um, because <clears throat> you had mentioned something about, you know, the sun and Neptune having a conjunction in Pisces. I love saying I love reading your notes because it makes me sound like I know what I'm talking about, but I don't. But like some of the themes you said, which maybe makes sense of why we launched into that, but they're around like connection, creativity. Mm -hmm. There's some like notes of empathy and vulnerability. So Mm -hmm. it actually makes sense for the Britney and Paris docs. So it does. So tell us like what the hell's going on. I don't know. Now I'm frustrated and I'm upset. I'm upset because those girls need our help. I'm sorry, Tina. (laughs) Um, Maybe write them a letter, send them a care package. I remember years ago, like when, when Brittany was going through all this stuff, we were like, <laughs> you remember Taina, right? In, in June. Of course, you June. yeah. We were like, we were going shopping for Taina's bridesmaids dresses. Mm-hmm. 
And just out of nowhere, Tainas, or June was like, what the fuck's going on with Brittany? <laughs> oh my God. So we're like, it. oh my God. And we were all saying the same thing. Like, we want to be our friend. And Tainas like, let's make her a care package. Let's <laughs> I love her. I'm like, she doesn't need a care package from us. I think this was like right after she shaved her head and everything. Right. And we were just all like, we were so sad. But it was funny because it was very June just to be like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, <laughs> we should make um, her a care package. Yeah. We could do that and send it from avoidingthecrowdpodcast.com. Yeah. And she'd be like, we should invite her on the podcast. I have Britney Spears, and I'd like to say thank you so much for my care package. <laughs> oh, Britney. I used to do a really good impression of her in college, the um, the beginning of Oops, I Did It Again, and I can't I do it right this second. It. No, it just doesn't. I can tell. On spot. I know, but I, I'm going to do it when it's least expected because right now I'm overthinking it, and I know it's not going to come out right. And I, I can just, hear it in my head. I, uh, right. I remember like, you at um, what was, what's that place? What's so the place good. in Florence, the bar that I think closed down? Uh, like all of them um, on front street oh um, right it used to be river rock but it was um no oh, river yeah. rock now i remember you putting lucky be... lucky on, yes! the, on the jukebox and singing it's the best song it's ever so lucky. yeah i remember you doing that um, yeah oh anyway, okay free britney free britney <laughs> hashtag yeah. um okay this this is this is going in the episode description. Free Britney. <laughs> yes, exactly. We are um, going to include that there. Yes, we are. Um, no, this is actually, this makes sense for, again, we're just kind of off on a tangent. But I guess here's a question. So something I don't, I know I talked about something I might do to you, but I don't think it came up on the um podcast yet but I've been looking into taking like online sketch comedy classes with a really with UCB which is like they're expensive they're like tough Mm. to get into because they sell out really quickly but the opportunity that the the fact that they're virtual offering and it's like is like it just something it feels like something I need to take advantage of and there's no good reason not to do it other than obviously, again, it's like an investment, <laughs> but it's also like, excuse me, like six to eight weeks, like three hours every, I would do it on Sundays because I can't do it during the week. So that's something I've been thinking about. And because you mentioned something about like creativity and connection and all these things, um, maybe like now's the time I really need to start looking at it. And like, I think you should do it. The class. I don't know. I'm just scared. I don't know what I'm scared. I'm not even scared. I say scared. I don't even know what I'm scared of. I really just want to quit my job and launch full speed ahead into entertainment. But I'm that I can't do. I, yet. I feel like you have a lot of talent. So you probably don't need the class. But I feel like the class would give you confidence. Right. It's right? also good for like networking in the industry. Okay. That's what yeah. Be good for. Yeah. I think and you should do it then, Tina. We're not getting any younger, okay? Ugh, don't remind me. I mean, not not to be rude. <laughs> not to be rude. But, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm talking shit, but I, I have the same problem. Yeah. Um, so, there's stuff that's I want to do that I'm, yeah. that I'm never, I'm never doing. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not getting any younger either. 
No, we're definitely not. So, I mean, I guess my question is this Sun and Neptune conjunction, what more can you tell us about it? Because I feel like my emotions are all over the place. Um, can you give me, sorry, can you give me one second? The dog has something in her mouth. And I uh-huh. have to get it out of my it mouth. It sounds really like sorry. you're like jogging oh, around right. or something like that. Because I yeah. am. I am. I'll be no, right back. Take a commercial break and I'll just sit here in silence awkwardly oh, with our listeners. Guys, I'm going to give you the play button. Here. So she's, um, the dog has something in her mouth. I wonder what it is well, though. It is a game. What is it? Like, get over here. Hey, Rico, look at you making an appearance. You can't hear me. Also, you know, dog people out there, I know they all give you unconditional love, but don't they just get on your nerves sometimes? Because, you know, unlike cats, they're always just like in stuff. And if you get the right kind of cat, I don't know if you guys can even hear me through all what's going on. Um... But, you know, cats just kind of sit around and mind their own business. Yeah, they can scratch your furniture up sometimes, but eh, it's just furniture. But, like, dogs, like this thing, which she chewing on, and it's now making the entire family gather around her and have to get, grab, like, catch her like a chicken and then put their hand in her nasty, slobbery mouth and figure out what she's chewing on. But... Let's see the play-by-play. I love this so much. So anyway, I'm trying to look at some of uh, more of our notes that we had for today's episode. And I don't really know because Marlene is a resident astro expert. Um, I wish this was on video, guys, so we could watch because I'm cracking up right now that this little dog has something in her mouth. Also, <laughs> I love that I'm talking to myself, but the, um, I mean, I guess this happens with anyone, but I think of like cats and dogs because they're obviously domesticated animals no. that we keep in the house sometimes, but they swallow stuff and then they poop it out whole. No. <laughs> so when I was little, also why the cat would even eat this, but she would eat like a balloon and then she would poop out the balloon and it was like in the poop. And I'm like, wait, what? oh, hello. Welcome back, Marlene. I'm, I'm just sorry. talking to our viewers about animals Idiot. swallowing whole objects and then pooping them out in a hole. Ew. Like, so what, what, what we, what me and the oh, listeners God. need to know is what is in Lucy's mouth and what's going on. Okay. Well, well, we got it out. Sorry if you heard all of that. Um, mm-hmm. We did. Like, you know how umbrellas have, like, a, a covering? Uh-huh, yes. Um, somehow she got it, and I don't know, like, how she <laughs> see, got it. See, pet um, but people, she's very, dog people, why? Why would she chew on that? She's, she's very, well, because she, she's, um. She's little, so she's teething still. Or her teething yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, she's gotten better with it, um, <laughs> but she, she's very obsessive with, the chewing and she's got a really strong jaw because she's a bully yeah um so i mean we have to we have to give her like potato chips so she'll drop it out of her mouth like that scared me because she 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 tries to like swat like put the whole thing in her mouth when we try to get it from her and that thing could 
choke her for sure. Is that thing it, it, exactly? So that was a little terrifying. Uh-huh. And, um, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad that um, Enrico is actually um, right now. Right. Um, see, see people like yeah. uh, you know cats I, chew I on weird shit sometimes, but they usually swallow it no, and poop it out. No, cats are so much easier than dogs. But like dogs, the only thing that like, what was about that about? Well, well, <laughs> the only that thing about? that sucks about about cats is that cats, like you know, they'll wake you up, they'll knock stuff over, they'll scratch the carpet. Dogs don't really do right. that stuff, like right, like well, at least Lucy, she's content to just sort of. Dogs definitely do that. Yeah, I mean, as a puppy, Lucy did, but now like she, she's so easy with that stuff. Like she just wants to be near us, really. Of course. Um, oh, that's cute. Like she's really sweet, but um, yeah, cats are way easier. And as much as I want another dog, I'm not gonna lie, I don't think I'm up for all the work and stress. Yeah, no. Um, and don't and blame Lucy's you. easy. I don't think I don't think Lucy is a hard puppy. Or like I've heard stories, and <laughs> I feel like she's so easy. Um, but the the chewing, the biting stuff scares me. Not right. the chewing on things. She the bite, chewing on things, right? But right, the right. chewing on things because um, she'll just pick up anything. Yeah. Yeah, really. And we're very good. We don't leave anything out. I don't know where the umbrella cover, I don't know if it was peeking at, maybe it fell in the closet and was like peeking out <laughs> under the door. Ew. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm kind of It's nylon. I'm just glad that I saw it. Oh my God. That could have been so bad. Um, I thought, sorry. See? That's totally okay. ruined the episode. Jeez. No, Sorry, it's totally Tina. fine. I mean, wh- what is Don't going get a dog, on in? Tina. Don't um, get a dog. No, I'm not at all. Thank you. Um, what's happening in Lucy's chart that maybe she's acting this way? It's like, I'm just kidding. Oh God. <laughs> Being an asshole. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I love she's that. a cancer, so mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. needs comfort. And so she likes to chew on things for comfort, even though I have a thousand, not a thousand, I have several Kong toys that she can chew on. Yeah, but, but she wants to chew yeah. on. I chew and like eat all the time for comfort. I get it. I get yeah. it, girl. I get it, Luce. <laughs> I get it. Okay, so we were talking about the Sun and Neptune conjunction, and then um, then the dog almost choked. Yeah, Lucy almost died. Um, okay. <laughs> exactly. So, so the Sun and Neptune conjunction only happens once a year. Okay, mm-hmm. because Neptune's a super slow-moving planet. So, like we were saying in the last epi- episode, um, you know, Neptune it moves really slowly. So, Neptune is also the planet that, in modern psychology, rules Pisces. So, you see a lot of similar themes of like escapism, or mm-hmm. um, with Neptune, you can see a lot of denial. There can be a lot of like um, unclear vision you know like you're um like you're, you're just not seeing things clearly right um oh god like if you have depending on where neptune is in your chart you would see how it's how it's playing out in your life mm-hmm. um or like in your birth chart um like a lot of times people that have neptune in the house that rules um relationships Mm-hmm. They tend to not be able to like separate themselves from their partner. So uh-huh. it can be very like, you can see a lot of codependency or you could see kind of like, like losing yourself and your partner. Got um, it. If you see it in your career house, you could see how you like, you would lose yourself in your career or it could be like, you're not able to see um, the situation clearly. You know what I mean? 
God. Like you're not able to okay. see the career clearly or, right. um, or it could be on, on a, in a good way. It could be like having like the relationship of your dreams and everything's so romantic and magical or like having the career of your dreams or having a very, um, like a career that's sort of like, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. It's something that's very like other world, otherworldly, you know, like mm-hmm. magical. I mean, for lack of better word, not to use it, like make it right. simple, but mm-hmm. yeah. But then you could also see a theme of like, um, you know, sometimes things feel very bleak. It's because you need to have more of that, like something more um, light and, you know, like that element of fantasy. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. Right. You know, you just, you want to also be rooted in reality. You don't want to be lost. Of you know? course. Yeah. Because so, the, so the when, fantasy only lasts so long before like reality comes knocking and ruins everything anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so with the sun, the sun represents like the self, it represents ego. Um, so when these two planets come together, you can see a lot of, um, you can see a lot of pride. Um, mm-hmm. And on the flip side, you could see sort of like self-deception, you know, lying to yourself. Like, what are you lying to yourself about? Um, and it also yeah. depends on how it's aspecting your chart. Um, and it can also be like, you could see a lot of victimhood, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you could see a lot of um, uh escapism again you know like Pisces the, the, yeah. the wanting to escape so if, mm-hmm. if you're feeling that now if you're feeling like the need to escape from your life or escape like you just don't want to sit with yourself like it's just mm-hmm. like a, um I would say like try to you know be a, like it's fine like this stuff happens but um focusing on goals is always a nice way to and if you're not sure what kind of goal you even want to focus on it's fine that that will probably come in a few weeks you know with the change of seasons and um, like the temperature, I mean, but also like moving into Aries, the energy shifts a bit. Um, but yeah. the, the interesting thing is that Mars is also in Gemini. Mars moves into Gemini the 3rd of March. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a very like restless, scattered energy because Mars rules our vitality um, and our, like our, our primal energy. Mm-hmm. So Gemini, <laughs> Gemini is very changeable and um, back and forth. Um, so there's can be a real scatteredness that could mm-hmm. really just amplify that feeling of being lost. It's like one second you feel this way, the next second it's right. that way. Like yeah. you want to kind of go two directions at once. And if you're not yeah. feeling very clear or focused, like it's okay. That's kind of, it's like a theme right now is, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, to simplify it. So yeah, those are the main that's basically what's what's going on. Pisces and Gemini are both interesting signs together because they both kind of represent like um, a duality, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, like like Pisces. Sense, I said in the last episode is like two fish swimming in opposite directions. Mm-hmm. D- directions. Pisces can also be very spiritual. Like you can see a lot of people who are very religious or just very like. Um, you know, they're really great at meditating and all that sort of thing. Because it's that whole okay. transcendence thing, like getting yeah. out of reality. It's like the, this world is not for them, you know? Right. <laughs> um, 
So you can see like, you know, that would be like the very spiritually connected person would be the fish swimming up. And then like the drug mm-hmm. addict is the, you know, they just can't cope and you know yeah. they don't have any real, but they have, there's a real capacity for um, a strong spiritual life with Pisces. Got it. Um, and then with Gemini, Gemini, they're the twins. So it's like, you don't know what you're going to get. You know, they're always changing. Sneaky. Um, yeah. Always asking questions. Yeah. Sneaky is, is right. Clever, sneaky, <laughs> tricky, uh-huh. trickster. <laughs> yep. So it's, it's interesting to have that going on together. The Mars and Gemini with all of the Pisces energy and then the sun and Neptune um, conjunction on the 10th. Um, so yeah, if you're feeling scattered, it's, it's okay. It will pass. Um, the sun and Neptune conjunction isn't long lasting. It's really just like, cause the sun moves like a degree every day. So it's mm-hmm. really, it's about a week where, where we'll feel that. So the second Got week it. of March, um, and it's right at the end of Mercury shadow period too. So like a lot of things will start to get clearer as we move closer to the end of the month. Yeah. I was going to say closer to yeah. spring too. Yes, exactly. Always... Yeah. This is right before spring. So yeah. Yeah. That's, funny, yes. That scattered feeling is just like so irritating because it gets like really it, overwhelming too. Like you don't even yeah. know where to focus your energy. It's very Gemini energy, especially can be very overwhelming. Um, especially for some, for people who like for a Gemini, it might not feel that way. Cause they're just like, I'm a Gemini, you know, this is me. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, for a, um, like a Gemini transit, a strong Gemini transit, or like someone like me, I have all this Taurus and like Cancer and Virgo in my chart. And then I have a strong Gemini influence. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. It can feel like people think like, you're always so calm. And I'm like, that's all external. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am internally calm sometimes too, right. but it's like, I have this whole side of myself right. that's like wired. Like I can't drink coffee past like 9am or I won't sleep that sort of thing. Um, Yeah. So yeah, it's important to take care of your nervous system right now. So drink some lavender and oat straw infusions, everyone. Oh, okay. I have some in my cabinet. (laughs) I'm sure you do. No, I don't. Um, Wait, you said lavender and what? Um, Oat straw. Um, just get a good tea get like a chamomile tea I was just being stupid but like a can't like an herbal tea like a Mm -hmm. chamomile or um what else is there that's really calming oat straw is too but that's something you kind of have to buy in bulk I I don't I don't know where you get like an oat straw I'm sure there's oat straw tea at the store but anything that's like calming um and just be careful you don't do too much caffeine with Mars and Gemini you don't want to overdo caffeine or chocolate or sugar um it can really, it can really mess with you. Interesting. Seriously, I'm not, I'm not even kidding, guys. No, that's good to know. It's, it's very, it's very real. <clears throat> it's very real. Yeah, I can't drink coffee. Like I drink coffee every morning, but like you said, it affects you now. Like I, it never mm-hmm. used to, but I realize now. Like, say I have like a, a coffee after dinner with like my parents or something, I will not. Like, I can't fall asleep till like hours later than I normally would. And it's definitely the caffeine. That's the only difference in my, like, that it's the only thing that it could be. It's the only factor it could be in that moment. And I'm annoyed because I like a good after dinner tea, but I'm, I have to, or after dinner coffee, but now I'm moving into the decaf world. Getting old. Yeah. I mean, I used to eat so much 
um, like dark chocolate after every dinner. That was like oh, my dessert. Yeah. And I just, I can't, I can't, I like, I can have a square, like a square, like a little shitty square. Right. Like it's ridiculous. It's not even <laughs> worth it to me. Shitty square. <laughs> yeah. It's not even worth it to me. It's so sad. Um, Ew. So boring. Yeah. yeah. It's so boring. Like square. it's tragic. Like, yeah. Poor little piece of chocolate. Oh, I know. It's well. so sad. It's like here, this is the only thing you, you can you can only have this. <laughs> like, why bother? This is yeah. like not the point of dessert. Right. Um no, but I love that that you said like now's the time to take care of your nervous system. So it's like just something yeah. people to pay attention to. That's what all this stuff is like. F- why it's fun to talk about, like you said, like obviously everybody's experience about you know when it comes to astrology or like what's happening in the new universe, whatever. It's it's different for everyone. But I think what's fun about listening to this is you can really s- start to pay attention to what you're feeling mm-hmm. and what you're experiencing. And then be like, oh, my God, Marlena said something about this. And it it just, again, mm. it becomes just like a tool for, like, working through it and just yeah. understanding your experience. It's not like you don't have to make crazy life decisions based on it or whatever. But it's just like another layer of self-awareness, which, frankly, I think makes everything better. <laughs> it's like always yeah, that. It's very it's helpful. Like, yeah. It's just people I mean, that's being the whole reason in tune I with like themselves. astrology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I really don't like astrology for like predicting things. I mean, mm-hmm. you can do that, but I feel like it's just very helpful for, to be aware of what's going on and why you might be feeling the way you're feeling. Yeah. Um, and like why things keep showing up in your life. Like, yeah, it can be hard to have like, a, a it can be hard to see things, you know, objectively mm-hmm. when, yeah. um, yeah. When you're anyway. when you're in it, because it's so like emotional or like we're reactive and things like that. So mm-hmm. it's nice to mm-hmm. have like a frame of context of what it could be. And yeah, I mm-hmm. always think like educating yourself about anything it just makes it it easier, a little easier to get through things. So I agree. I think that's our lesson of the day. We should yeah. start making that segment. Um, but now, yeah. well, I listen, I think this was a lot. I'm glad the dog's yeah. okay. We had a very well-rounded episode. <sighs> Brittany, I'm really sorry. The dog. Don't be sorry. Um, no, it would have been awful. God forbid something happened. I mean, we wouldn't put that on the air, but she's fine. Mm. And the family was home and she was chewing on that nylon, having a good time. Um, but I think we're at a good place to wrap it. We're going to come back next week because again, we're getting closer to spring. There's a lot of new changes. There's still that idea of like creativity in the air and this like imagination is like fantasy life, which, you know, that's what I want to exist in. But, um, yeah, I guess, um, also, not to get too far up, but I know you're kind of revamping your business and the things you offer and things like that. Are we, mm-hmm. are you ready to plug anything new or should we hold oh off? Oh my on God, that? Tina. No, I'm not ready okay. at all. That's okay. That's don't, that's fine. That's it's not- so sad. One of these days, I want to do it. <laughs> Got it. See, if um, I take the comedy class, you have to do that shit then. This is exactly, this is, well, this is one of many things I was talking about. 
Mm -hmm. I was referring to and I said I keep wanting to do things and I'm just not doing them right Um, exactly I keep threatening to send Allie back to school Mm -hmm. nice (laughs) Um, (laughs) horrible mom that I am but it's it's crazy there's crazy times over here yeah um anyway well everybody again you know where to find us on instagram or on facebook avoiding the crowd podcast at gmail.com how you can check out anchor.fm and our page there you can leave us a voice note if you have any questions comments concerns we'd love to hear from you as always thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you on the next episode bye guys bye guys